Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm your host, Angelo Kelly. This week, we kick off 2020 with quite the episode. This is definitely the most uncensored, unfiltered one I've done so far. I had one of my best friends from the gym, Kim Morris, come on. She is absolutely hilarious, holds nothing back, isn't afraid to say anything, and that's one of the main reasons I wanted to get her on the podcast. We got into literally everything. We talked a lot about weightlifting, just life in general, uh, marriage, having kids, all this stuff. And I'm just thinking about the conversation we just had it a couple hours ago as I'm recording the intro now. But I'm so blessed to be able to have these conversations and they're, they're so powerful and deep to just be able to connect with another human, just not have a phone in between us, just really say whatever we want. And that's my favorite thing about having this podcast is like, I can truly say whatever I want. I can choose what I want to put out. I can choose what I don't want to put out. And this is one, this episode might turn some people off. There is, Kim uh, does curse a lot, but I don't, I don't think it takes away anything. But if you do have small children like she does, I would encourage you not to listen to this in the car with them in it. But other than that, I thought it was just a blast to sit down to just um, to not have a script, not be worried about, not be worried about anything, really. We just had fun. We just talked some shit. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this one. We welcome to the podcast, very special guest, one of my favorite human beings, Kim Morris. Thanks for coming on. The cry. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't want to like get started with who you are. Like, I don't want to ask, put you on the spot like that. So we're just going to hop right in to some rapid fires. I have not told you the questions, so we're just going <laughs> to no. jump into it. All right. All right. Are you proud to be from Delco? <laughs> Yes, I'm very proud to be from Delco. I'm actually from Southwest Philly originally, okay. so I'm proud of both, yeah. Delco proud. <laughs> Delco. All right. Do you remember your first crush? Yes. What yes. attracted you to them? Wait, a real crush? Like a, a grade school crush or like a real like Like a crush? real one. What? Who asked that question? Taylor. I mean, no, Taylor. <laughs> oh. Uh, my first crush... What makes you feel the most alive? <laughs> Did Taylor ask that too? What an asshole. Can I curse on this podcast? Yeah, Is you your mom going to be listening? You can say whatever you I'm want. I'm sorry, country girl. Um, uh, what makes me feel alive? I know why Taylor is. Weightlifting makes me feel alive. Yeah. Being a mom makes me feel alive. So what got you started in weightlifting? So um, in 2017, I... Um, was two years postpartum so I had all the baby weight from 2015 and somebody posted something on Facebook about this local gym and I'm like oh I guess I'll give it a try I have never worked out a day before in my life never was an athlete nothing and I was like oh I'm gonna try it she keeps posting about it so it must be great so I went <clears throat> and fell in love with the trainer there and ended up following not in love that way <laughs> I just really liked him he was a great guy and um I followed him to another gym, which was a strength and conditioning gym, and they had barbells there. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? At 37 years old. And I saw people ollie lifting over in the corner, and I'm like, 
oh, what are they doing? I don't, e I don't even understand what they're doing over there. Like, what's that about? So um, it's funny um, because when I started to go to that gym, there was two people over in the corner, a guy and a girl doing like the, the CrossFit Open. And immediately I saw this guy and I was like, who the fuck is that dude? Now, meanwhile, I'm married and I have three kids. Yes, but I was like, who is that guy? Like that has never happened to me before. And like the world stopped and everything went black and it went right to this dude. And he like took off, he just got done doing handstand pushups and he took off his shirt and like wiped it and his abs glistened. And I was like, what the fuck? So I said to my trainer, I'm like, who is that? And he was like, who? And he said his name and I'm like, oh my God. So like, whatever. So I see these people Ollie lifting and a couple months went by and I woke up thinking about it, fell asleep thinking about it. So I said to my trainer, <coughs> I'm like, I really want to learn Olympic lifting. And he's like, well, if you want to learn it, you have to go to this guy. Mm -hmm. And it just happened to be that guy. And I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> I got to go to this dude. And, um, you know, Olympic weightlifting is intimidating regardless of who you're learning it from. And then I have to go and learn it from this dude. So I'm like, oh shit. So I had a session with him and, um, like I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with Olympic weightlifting and it was super hard for me to learn and still is. And it's been a year and a half and I'm still trying to be, you know, a weightlifter. Yeah. And when you first start, like I came in with an athletic background. Yeah. So I, I mean, I wasn't doing snatch, clean, and jerk, obviously, but, like, I started where you started. Like, I might have had a higher baseline because I already played sports, but being a beginner at something, I know how intimidating that is. Yeah, and you have to look like a fool, and then I, it's funny because I look back and I look at videos that I posted where I thought I was, like, amazing, and I'm like, look at this, and it was, like, it's, like, horrible. I, like, deleted them from my Instagram because they're, like, so terrible. It's so awkward, but... I do feel like it's easier to learn weightlifting when you have somewhat of an athletic background, regardless of what it is. Like you see in here, like baseball, gymnastics, like, you know, um, and I didn't have any of that. So yeah. it was really hard for me. Yeah. And, but I don't think that should stop anyone. Like you don't, it doesn't matter where you start. And for a long time, like I thought I was above other people because, because I'm stronger. Like I was naturally came in stronger and I thought... And I've never really told anyone this besides a couple of close friends, but like I went through a period where I thought I deserved more attention because I'm stronger than other people. Right. And it like that's total bullshit that right. that everyone deserves the same amount of attention as I do, even sometimes more. Right. And I think people if you actually stick with this long enough, like Everything in your life is going to get better if you can continue to come into something that you're not good at. Right. And you can you can go through those bad days where you want to cry and you want to leave the gym. I've cried many times at the gym. But that's what I love about it here at our gym, that you, everybody does get equal attention. Like, our coach treats me just as well as he treats you. He gives me just as much attention, and I snatch 35 kilos and clean and jerk 50, if, well, 48. But, and I think he gives me just as much attention. Yeah. So, so. But you, st like, you literally started not being able to put the barbell over your head. Correct. Like, Correct. A, a, year and a, ago, a year yeah. and a half, two years? Two years ago, a year and a half ago, my trainer at the time was like, here, put this barbell over your head, and I could not do it. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it. It was, a t it, it was a 20 kilo bar, but still, I couldn't do it. So, and I'm, I've always been the person that, like, tells people to go out of their comfort zone, and that's where the magic happens, but, like, I always stayed in my comfort zone, even yeah. though I told everybody to do that. 
So like I was super, super intimidated. Like every time walking in here, I was like shaking. It was, it was bad. I mean, still, I still get a little bit nervous doing it in front of people. Like if I have to come in on the evenings and cause I usually come in the mornings and lift and I'm comfortable with the people I lift with. But if I have to come in the evening, I like freak out. Yeah. I'm like, ah. But yeah, it's been amazing getting out of your comfort zone. Do you think, like, have you been able to let go at all and just kind of realize that, like, every like everyone in weightlifting is worrying about themselves? And I've, t- I've you told, told you this I repeatedly. Know. I know. And you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, everybody just worried about themselves. And at a meet, like, <clears throat> this is what Angelo usually tells me. I'm sorry. I'm, we're jumping. Um, but I'm terrified of meets. Like, I don't lift well at meets. And... I'm not used to competing and I'm almost 40 and I've never competed in my life until now. And it's terrifying to me. So what are we going to do? We're going to do more meets. Like that's what I have to do. I have to do more meets to get comfortable. Yeah. Is there anything else you do like in life in general that gets you outside of your comfort zone like that? Um, no, really. I have never loved anything. Like I love this. Like, it's almost, a, I have a super addictive personality and I'm super addicted to this right now. Yeah. Like, no, no, this has been the most out of my comfort zone that I've ever been. Yeah. And I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> Maybe I should do more things to get out of my comfort zone, but um, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't think it's ever too late to do that. Obviously. Like it, yeah. yeah. And we kind of started talking a couple... I would say a couple of months ago, we started getting like pretty close and I started turning you on to different podcasts and different books. Yeah. I, I was just thinking about yesterday what we were going to talk about. And I was like, I wonder if we'll talk about when me and Angelo got close. And do you know what, do you know? I remember when it was, <coughs> I stalked your Instagram one day and I saw that you, you, you had a picture of you and your mom and it said, I only love my bed and my mom. I'm like, Oh my God, it's so cute. <laughs> so like I broke the ice that way because you're actually a quiet dude. Yeah. You don't like, you know, you just come and you lift and you go, and I'm like, oh, this dude's quiet, whatever. But then I saw that picture and I feel like we like kind of bonded over that, but it was when you quit your job. I'm like, I love this fucking dude. I, I saw your post and you're like, I just quit my job. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Like, yeah. And then that's when we bonded, I feel like. Yeah. But yeah, now we listen to the same podcast and now we have a lot in common. And now we're going to Costa Rica and here <laughs> and doing ayahuasca together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's, let's like... <laughs> Let's jump into that. Um, and this is something like this is this doing this podcast right now is totally outside of my comfort zone, knowing that I'm putting this out and talking about stuff like this. But I think really we are trying to expand our minds to go deeper into who we are as people, trying to be happier. And yes. and it's not for everyone. It Like I, I've never done any plant medicine or anything like that. But just hearing the way people approach life who have done it yeah. is so much different than I've ever been taught or known. But then are you like, sometimes are you like, is it bullshit? Are they really that deep and know themselves so well? Or is it bullshit? Yeah. I don't think it is, but I, I do wonder that. We're going to find out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, I truly do wonder that. And some of the books I've been reading... Um, like, I would definitely give you a ton of book recommendations, but I just read A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Oh, yeah, you told me. Did you tell me that? I think I told I think you. you. Told that, yeah. And um, he talks so much about, like, he's he's a spiritual teacher, so he's not into any of that stuff. But, like, just 
being happy. I know. Like, how hard is it to truly be happy? And, like, it's something I have to practice. I think we make it harder than it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, well, we both have weightlifting in common where I feel like this is truly one of the things that I do where I literally don't think about anything when I'm in the gym. I have to get better at that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's, like, focus, and I feel like I don't have that. But yeah. Like well, do you think you have more stress since you're a mom, too? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, maybe. I just have more going on. Yeah. I have, I'm a mom. I'm, you know, I'm a wife. I have my job. I'm a nurse. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And you've been married for a long-ass time. A long-ass time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, yeah. what's been the hardest thing about being married? Boredom. Okay. If I'm being honest. Yeah. And my husband told me I could talk about anything on this podcast. So, and he, yeah. So, um, boredom. You can, you know, you can get bored and you can get through, you, you know, years go by and you're like, oh, I've just been like in this hamster cage and just going through the motions and like, okay, I'm supposed to get married. I'm supposed to have kids. I'm supposed to, you know, have my career and I'm supposed to do all these things. And you're like, fucking bored. Yeah. Like, so that's the hardest thing of marriage, mm-hmm. boredom. Would you change anything? Like, over the last 10 or 15 years? <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to say? No. Yeah, I have a monogamy agreement, <laughs> if I'm being honest. They say that kids these days are um, not taking vows. They're taking, they're <laughs> having monogamy agreements, and it's like, what is cheating? And, you know, this is all stuff you're not supposed to talk about, but, um, you know, I've been listening to podcasts about this, and um, I would definitely have a monogamy agreement. What mm-hmm. is cheating to you? Is it masturbation? Is it looking at porn? Is it sexting somebody? Is it actually, you know? And they say that, I've read a bunch of articles that these kids that are getting married in their 20s actually now, instead of vows, are having monogamy agreements. And, mm-hmm. like, more people are having open relationships. Yeah. I Like, I've listened to a lot of the same stuff you have, but um, I don't think I could ever do that. And what could you like, do? Because there's so many different... T- variations and definitions what I th- couldn't you do the open relationship scares me because like i am a jealous person well that's your ego that yeah means you have some, that means you have to work on that like, yeah totally yeah i think we it's all hard. we all have to work on our egos but like when you especially when you're in a relationship it's like i was in a relationship where i got jealous at somebody for liking other people's instagram pictures <laughs> and <laughs> And it's like, I can relate to that. that like, that's so embarrassing, but it's like, I don't know. It feels like a personal attack now, like w- with the social media age. I know. It's like everything is broadcasted. Yeah, I know. I got, see, we're taught, we're taught from a young age that this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get married. You're supposed to have one person and you're supposed to like, you know, be madly in love the rest of your life and have amazing sex and blah, 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 blah. And you'll die with this person holding your hand. And like we're taught that but is that actually how human are humans supposed to be monogamous like that's the question are we are we supposed to be monogamous or are we supposed to be like serial a monog you know a monog serial monogamy where like you just date random you know you date and then you date someone else and you break up and you date someone else and you break up (laughs) but there's all different types what i'm learning is that there are all different types of relationships and open relationship um, might be like, did you ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? No. Uh, Before my time. As, 
<laughs> this is where we show our age difference. Um, Larry David, on a, they had their 10-year anniversary, and he was like, can I just get a freebie? Can I just go and get some strange? <laughs> and it's like, oh, and she, Cheryl was like, I, I think she like allowed it. And she was like, yeah, that's fine. You can go to get some strange. But like, that can just be what it is. That yeah. can just be an open relationship once every 10 years, you know, mm-hmm. keep things alive. But then there's polyamory, which I would never, ever do. Um, and that's multiple relationships. And that would be insane. But Hey, teach them. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Like, I I don't, like, it's definitely something I have to work on with my ego. Like, just even if something that you listen to scares you, like, you need to yes. look, you need to look into that. It's funny because we listen to Aubrey Marcus and when he started, like, two years ago, I remember he started posting about polyamory and stuff and I was like, this dude is fucking nuts. And I, I literally unfollowed him because I was like, this mm-hmm. is so annoying. And now I'm like, I can't, now, two years later, I can't get enough of Aubrey Marcus and Wit, Wit and Love and all those um, podcasts that we listen to. Yeah. And but I think... I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is it's not all, it's not all open relationship. It's not all one thing. It's like connecting your mind, connecting right. your body, everything... Like, I believe everything is connected. The way you sleep, the way you eat, the way you train, that's where you truly become your best self. Right. What what you're doing in between that is going to help you do that. Right. So, like, what do you do, um, like, what do you do to de-stress? You have a lot going on. Like, you're lifting, you're lifting five, six days a week. You have three kids. You're married. Yeah. Um, I try to incorporate yoga now, recently. And I do try and meditate, which isn't always, my mind just doesn't work that way to meditate. Mm-hmm. So that's something I really want to work on. Um, but I will say I'm not good at handling, at, I'm, I'm not good at de-stressing. Like yeah. if, I don't, I don't know any other life <laughs> to have stress in it. Like I'd be like, what's happening? Yeah. So like, um, I feel like weightlifting and coming to the gym and hanging out with you guys is my like. Mm-hmm. It's a form of meditation. Yeah. I really do believe that. And when I talked to um, Emily Pappas, she was talking how weightlifting is a form of mindset training as well. Yeah. Like constantly we're getting outside of our comfort zone. You're you're putting weight on the bar that you could miss. You could drop it on your head. You could get injured. Am I putting weight on, my bar, on the bar though that I could actually get killed on? Probably not because I don't lift heavy. And I think I need to work on that, but... Well, it's relative. It's not, you're heavy. It doesn't matter what anyone else's heavy is. Like, I I think that that comparison, and I just took the week off of social media a couple weeks ago. I joined you for four days, (laughs) three and a half. But I did not compare myself to a single person during that time. And I've never, I've never had that experience where I took a video of my lift and didn't, and didn't post it, you know? Like, I didn't... Wait, you previously used to compare yourself, and now you're starting to not? Is that what you're saying? Constantly. And I'm shocked that, about that with you. Well, everything... You don't seem to have... You don't seem to be that guy. Well, everything... So, weightlifting is numbers. Like, what numbers are you doing? Right. What, what am I ranked? Yeah. So, I'll, I'll look at the USA weightlifting rankings and be like, okay, what do, what do I need to work on? What's, what's Jordan doing? What's Jake doing? And... Oh. Trust me, Jordan and Jake don't give a shit what I'm doing. Like they are, they are not watching my name all the way at the so, bottom. No. no, but um, yeah, I think that that um, comparison factor 
the social media is just crazy now. Oh, yeah. And I can't imagine like what your kids are going to go through. It's it's almost scary to me. It, like, it do you have any fear of that? Oh, totally. Totally. I, I feel like I do a really good job of monitoring my kids' social media. Or they don't have social media. I should say just like internet usage. Yeah. Um, but I will say River, a couple, my son, he's seven. And a couple weeks ago, I'm searching and I see that he searched... <laughs> Hot girls, <laughs> deep, deep pantsing hot girls, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And then like it said like, now he doesn't write well, so he like literally said that into the yeah. It's one of those remotes that you actually okay. speak into to search, and I'm like deep pantsing hot girls, and I'm immediately like, oh, like Rib, you can't do that, and I'm like whoa, 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 like this is normal. Let me step back. Because in my mind, I'm like, oh my god, he's going to be the guy that at 16 is searching like such inappropriate things. Yeah. That, like, but like that's normal. It's hard because it's normal, and you want to let them know that it's normal so that they're not like weirded out and think it's this taboo thing. But like, you also want to make sure that there's boundaries and that yeah. So it's tough. It's definitely tough. I don't know. I will say though, most of the young weightlifters here give me hope because I'm like. Morgan, my like, they're all like normal kids growing up in the social media world. Yeah, and they're like so freaking cool. So I don't know. I guess we're it's an experiment. I guess we're gonna see how it plays out in this generation. Yeah, it definitely is an experiment. Um, cause I didn't have it like super prevalent when I was younger. Like I had, I had MySpace, MySpace, I and had MySpace, for a minute. <laughs> MySpace, and and then Facebook. But it wasn't like it wasn't nearly what it is now. Yeah, no. All right, let's um, let's go to more questions. <laughs> don't don't ask me any questions from Taylor. Okay. No, no, I'm just kidding. You go. <laughs> what three things would you take with you to a desert island? Is oh shit, am I have to answer honestly? Yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing my vibrator. Right <laughs> That's fun. You're going with me. Um. Uh, three things. Vibrator, vibrator, vibrator. No, no, okay. <laughs> um, uh, I guess that's literally the only thing I can think of. <laughs> All right, that's a terrible answer. <laughs> that's a terrible answer? That's an amazing answer. Oh my god. You're by yourself on a deserted island, dude. What am I going to do? Yeah, try to get off the island. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. I just thought about. All right. Is your car messy or clean? Fucking messy. <laughs> Fucking ass call. Oh my god, my car is disgusting. But my house is like not, which is the funny part about all that. All right. Well, so you're a nurse too. I am. Like, it's kind of it's crazy to me because I have like no responsibilities in life, and then I look at you guys like all the moms at the gym and it's super impressive like how much you guys actually balance stuff yeah like I really admire that I'm glad that I chose a profession that I can quickly change my schedule and stuff like that like because next week I'm going you know I'm picking up more hours at work but I'm still going to make sure that I can get to the gym Mm -hmm. so like I'm really fortunate to have the career I do Mm -hmm. you know yeah so yeah yeah it's it like it, it is truly motivating to watch you guys and to come in here every day something you might not think you're great at 
but what but no seriously like when you look back on your progress i know it's like it's incredible how about when you saw my clean you were like oh my god i posted a clean from like 18 months a year ago and angela was like oh my god this is so terrible (laughs) and it was it was awful and i hope that in a year i'll look back on this one and be like oh my god yeah but there's so like there's so many parallels like i feel like if i look back on my life a year ago i'm like oh my god (laughs) like i was literally it's it's so hard to describe because like i was so miserable without knowing that i was miserable i spent every day in a cubicle and i had to watch what i say and this podcast i'm like (laughs) i'm gonna actually put this out on the internet which is crazy but like this is this is what I enjoy. This right. is what, when I'm listening to other people, I love when people can speak their minds and, right. and don't care. And that's one of the things that I really love about you, that y- you'll literally say whatever you want. And it's... <laughs> I do overshare though, Angelo, right? I kind of do have, I overshare and there is a time and place for everything, you know. Uh, and I, I, I don't want to live like that. But at the same time, you and I had a conversation two weeks ago in the gym, which was kind of inappropriate for the gym. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we shouldn't. But my close friend said something to me like, oh, maybe you shouldn't. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I should be able to say whatever I want to say. Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah. Where anyway. Where do you think that fear comes from I that we know. all have? I think, it's, I think it's societal norms. I think everything has to do with societal norms. And for me, I've always, my whole life, have gone against, not my whole life, from the time I was like a, a late teenager, I've always gone against societal norms in that we won't get into the vaccination debate, but like I, <laughs> but like, you know, I have my kids through a midwife. I'm a nurse who doesn't believe in having your kids at a hospital. I go to a midwife and I, and I would have home birth if my husband was okay with it, but I went to, you know, a birth center and I homeschooled my kids until they decided to go to school this year, which actually was the best thing that ever happened to me. But, um, like, I've always been somebody to go against societal norms, and I've always wanted people to come join me, join me in going against the, you know, against societal norms. But, um, and I think that's why we connect, because you're more like that. Um, So, yeah, I don't know what your question was, but I hope I answered that. Yeah. No, that was perfect. And I think for 23 years of my life, I did. I checked the boxes. I right. did I did what you were supposed to do. I went to college. Yeah. yeah, I went to college. I got good grades. I listened to my professors. I got the job I was supposed to get. Are you the guy that also has $120,000 in school debt because that's ridiculous? No. Oh good. Yeah, I I'm I am very fortunate that um, my parents did help me a lot through college. I do have some some debt, but it's not crippling, but even if I look back now, like the stage, if I was at this stage when I was 18, which I, there's no way I would have been, I wouldn't be ready to do any of this, but I don't think I would have went to college, honestly. Yeah. Like if I could have taken two or three years to actually build this stuff at 18, yeah. like who knows where I would have been. Yeah. But at the same time, things I do, I am... A person that believes that all things happen for a reason you learn lessons you were supposed to go to college this is when you're supposed to be doing your podcast like I just I'm a firm believer in that yeah all, that's why like you I think it was you last week that asked me if I had any regrets and I'm like never yeah never would I have one regret because you've learned from that you know your whole experience you learn from it yeah and hopefully grow 
into a better human. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, like, that's the goal. Like, I think for me, my biggest fear is looking back in five years and being at the same spot that I'm in right now. That would be terrifying. thinking about five years from now, Angelo? I mean, I'm not, but I'm saying, Uh. like, a, a deep fear that I have is being stagnant. That's why I'm into listening to podcasts, and that's why I'm into right. into this growth stuff. Right. But re- even if I think back to last year, like all the podcasts that I did, I said what I thought I was supposed to say. Right. I wasn't truly myself. Right. And if I look back on it, it's like, I mean, that's what I was supposed to be doing at the time. Right. Like, that's what I needed to do. That's how you learn. But now, like, I just went to the Rocky Steps, and I filmed out in public. <laughs> Which you wouldn't normally do? No. That was out of your comfort zone? Yeah, totally. And, like, I had someone there I'll with... i have to go watch it. Yeah. I had someone there with me, which was... Who was there with you, Angelo? <laughs> Who? Dana. <laughs> Dana, who I have to find out about on social media. <laughs> Speaking of social media, I think Angelo's, like, one of my good friends now, and I have to find out he's dating somebody on social media. <laughs> you better not edit this out. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not going to edit anything out. I I truly believe like anything that we say is what we're meant to say right yeah. now. Like, and I'm so grateful to be in a place where I'm comfortable saying that. Right. And like, I truly yeah. believe it now. If yeah. if like that last year at this time, I would have said, yeah, I want to be uncensored and I want to say whatever I want. But, you but really I didn't believe it myself. I think you still maybe. I think you still censor yourself just a little bit now. Yeah. Yeah. You still do. yeah. I'm scared. Yeah. I'm scared. Yeah. Like. Dude, I'm terrified. Me too. Like, it's just, like you said, the societal norms. It's crazy how how wrapped up we get. And it's yeah. like, how, but how many people never get that release? How many people never get to say what they want to say? And just go through their lives in that hamster cage, in that wheel, saying shit, not really being true to themselves, not really being their full, you know, acting at their fullest potential. I'd say fucking 90% of people, when you said, like, everybody just does what they're told. Mm -hmm. We're all just sheep that blindly fucking follow. Yeah. And that's why I homeschooled my kids, and that's why, because I didn't want them to blindly follow. I wanted them to think outside the box. I didn't want them, I didn't want their creativity to be killed. Mm -hmm. Because I hated school. I fucking hated school. I dropped out of high (laughs) school. I spent too much time, if you're from Delco, you know Nowler's Run. I spent too much time in Nowler's Run, dropped out of high school. Three years of ninth grade because I never showed up. I know I won't tell a lot of people this. <clears throat> Did three years of ninth grade because I never showed up. I literally hung out in Nailers Run. At 16, my grandma got a hold of me and was like, you are going back to school. Went back to school, did two years and one, got straight A's and was like, can I get my GED and go to nursing school? Like, I'm just done with this. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. But I hated school and I didn't want my kids to hate school. So that's another thing. Like, I've always been that person to be like, outside the box. Yeah, how can you... How can you do this yeah. a different way? But now my kids are totally conforming and totally, <laughs> totally opposite of what I wanted, but whatever. Uh, it's their journey. Yeah. I mean, like, I think that time can be valuable, too. Especially, like, when you're younger, this is, like, they're developing. Like, right. they're becoming human beings. Yeah. That must be cool to watch. It is. It's like, really cool. Even seeing, I see Evan in the gym, and, yeah. like, she just runs around and... She's nuts. But she's so happy. She is a happy kid. Yeah. And that's just what I want. That's all I want is for my kids to be happy. Yeah. Like, because I look back, I was listening to a podcast, and I was telling you this, the Paul Check podcast, that he was on um, Kingsbury, uh, Kyle Kingsbury's podcast, and he said, 
when did you stop singing? And I'm like, did I ever fucking sing? Yeah. Did I ever sing? Like, I want my kids to sing. Did I ever fucking sing? Like, I look back and I'm like, when did I stop? When did I ever fucking start singing? <laughs> now I'm going to start fucking singing. Yeah. I'm going to fucking sing. Because, yeah, it's crazy. How do but, you yeah. think other people can let go? Like, how do you think... Like, say someone... It's easy to give advice and easy... I can't take my own advice. I can tell you to let go. I can tell you all these things you could do to let go and all these... But nobody ever follows their own advice. I yeah. think you just need to find your own. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. No, I think I think that's perfect. And even if it if it's weightlifting yeah. and you're able to be yourself in the gym for, for an hour a day. Right. What's cool now is that people that come in... There, there's a girl, Nicole, that's that's been coming in... Um, she should come in more frequently, but she looks like I did a year and a half ago. She doesn't, she's deconditioned. She really doesn't know how to clean. She doesn't know any of these things. And like, it's nice to help her and let her know that like, look, look at my video from a year and a half ago to my video now. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> I don't know where I was going with that, Angela. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but stick it, like you have to see stuff through too. Like a lot, right. a lot of times we're, we're in this where, okay, six months, where's my results? You right. know, it's like, it's your, and that's what, I, that's the point I'm at with the, with the podcast and YouTube. Like, all right, I've been doing this for a while. Now, where's my reward? And I already have the reward. Like, I'm literally sitting with you having a deep conversation. Right. Like, that's a reward. That yeah. truly is, this is like, I'm happy right now. Right. Like, I'm truly happy. And I fucking love you. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> but like how, like, but it took me a long time to get to that point. Yeah. It took me a really long time and it took a lot of work. Right. That's good. But I want to, mo- like, I want to motivate other people. It takes work. It takes work. If you want, you know, anything in life it takes work. You want to be happy? It takes work. You want to be, well, I, again, I think it doesn't take as much work as we think it does. It should happiness, but <clears throat> shit takes work. Yeah. Relationships take work. A lot of fucking work. We put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect though too. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, totally. That you want you want the perfect marriage and you want your kids to be perfect. Right. And it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't but happen. But like the harder you try to be perfect, the worse it works out. But that's know? actually good that's not perfect, right? If everything was perfect, how boring would life be if everything was fucking perfect? Yeah. It would be boring as shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I know you got you got work. You have responsibilities, unlike I do. But <laughs> I only have to work from one to three today. So it's not that bad. <laughs> okay, one to three. Not too bad. Well, thank you so much. I I, I truly appreciated this conversation. All right, I hope it's good. Hope Again, it's thanks good. so much to Kim for coming on. <laughs> I had an absolute blast talking to her. I will link her social media in the description and then also mine as well. I just ask you guys, if you liked the episode, uh, leave a five star rating on iTunes. Subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. Just follow us on social. Uh, Let me know what you thought about this episode. I know it's a little bit different than I've done before, but this is really what I want to do in 2020. It is my podcast, so I'm going to do really whatever I want with it. And yeah, I know this this episode might might get some hate, but I think it's going to get a lot of love as well. So I hope you guys uh, can took away a lot from it. I hope you had an open mind going in and just just really enjoyed this one. I hope you're entertained by it. I hope you guys all have a great week. From now on, I'm going to be uploading these every Monday morning so you can have them on your morning commute. 
Sunday's just getting a little bit too hectic for me. But other than that, I will talk to you guys later. Have a great week.